What's up, everybody? This is The Quad with Chris Young. As always, I'm Chris. We got Ryan from Miami. Well, that was fun while it lasted. Producer Josh. <laughs> Hello. And Haley the Bear. Hi. Uh, so what, why are you not in a good mood, Ryan? Well, I mean, you know, you just You're wake up to your... Hat, you yeah, know? you just w- wake up to your hometown team just, you know, ruining baseball with a COVID-19 outbreak. It's fine, you know? First place, solely in first place with 57 <laughs> games to go and season's over. I, well, I don't know if the season's over, but you know what? Let's just jump right in. Here, we're going to go with sports. Sports! So, uh, if any of you guys do not know this, I also woke up to the same thing. And, and I, I had a feeling this was not going to be good last night when they were saying that they didn't get on the plane and fly because this was supposed to be the Marlins home opener today. And uh, they were saying that they didn't fly out of Philly last night because they had a couple people test positive for COVID-19. And uh, then this morning... There are now 14 people on the team, 12 players, two coaches, who have uh, who have contracted COVID-19, and um, some of them are symptomatic. Not not all of them are asymptomatic, which does, you know, as we're learning more and more about this thing, make a little bit of a difference. So, uh, on top of that, by the way, not not only and nothing's been canceled yet, Ryan. So just I know you're all doing well, gloom right I now. I should say. The Marlins opener has been canceled, and the Yankees-Phillies game tonight has been canceled. So No, you're uh, actually wrong. And postponed. I, it's postponed. postponed, yes. Postponed. And I, I know where you're going. You're, you're assuming <laughs> this is going to get canceled. <laughs> but, look, there's, there's a couple layers to this. First of all, you know, I, I saw a lot just on uh, a lot of the Fox News and ESPN and everything before we came in to record this this morning where everybody's doom and gloom and they're like, what did you think was going to happen? And we all knew this was coming. And I don't think everybody knew that. I think everybody was happy that baseball was back, that sports were back in some form, some iteration. And, uh, you know, the difference between this and the NBA primarily being that the NBA is doing it in a bubble situation where even if it's not perfect, it's trying to keep people as far away from anybody else that is not literally directly involved in this. All the refs, all the coaches, all the players being in one place. That way, if someone tests positive, they can immediately quarantine that person. If someone leaves and they have to come back in, they have to quarantine for 10 to 14 days. And I I just think that we're doing the same thing that everybody else is doing with this right now trying to figure it out because no one really has complete 100% answers. And, uh, I mean, tell me if you disagree with that, Ryan, but I, no, I, I don't. I mean, I think, I think this is, this was to be expected. I don't think, you know, that we could sit here and say the season's going to be canceled. I'm more, you know, joking, uh, in the sense uh, of saying that, but well, and, and by the way, sorry, I don't think anybody expected within the first no. week, we would have 14 people on one exactly. team. Exactly. And I think that's what we're at the point now where we're three games into the season. You know, we've had one road trip and we already have an outbreak among 14 people, which includes players, coaches, and the traveling team. Now the Marlins are quarantining in Philadelphia. There's a lot of questions here right because the questions become okay how many Phillies potentially could have been you know impacted by this that game was already postponed tonight but you also have the situation of a competitive imbalance here because the Marlins are going to have to quarantine 14 players and coaches are going to have to quarantine in Philadelphia and have two negative tests within 24 hours to be able to leave that hotel so now what happens the rest of the season there's a lot of question marks here and I think this was the issue with not doing a bubble style of a season for Major League Baseball. The players shot down the proposal to do a bubble season in Arizona, and now you're seeing something like this. The NBA, by the way, the MLS, which is in Orlando, much like the NBA, eight consecutive reports 
of zero positive cases, and it spans two weeks. That's the advantage of a bubble style. Baseball is going to have to figure this out. Well, and you, you have that, but you also have two teams that aren't even in that MLS thing because when they came in Nashville and Dallas, uh, they had positive tests and they just pulled out of that entirely. So you run into a situation of, is this a case where they're going to try to go to a bubble situation? Uh, would you lose the Miami Marlins? For the rest of the season, does that? Hey, make we're any- above five hundred, baby. We finished the year above five hundred. <laughs> yeah, and this first is why season. <laughs> when we first started this, and I was joking, obviously, but you know what? If you got something this serious, you got to add some levity into it. Uh, you tweeted to like twenty four hours ago. Miami Marlins World Series collision course. <laughs> I don't think that's exactly what you said, but I was like, oh, Ryan's bad luck. <laughs> this is not good. Uh, this this would happen, right? I mean, like. Of course, it's happening to my team. Like, as if the Marlins aren't already the laughing stock of baseball, it's now happening to my team. Way to go, Rye. Well, I, you know what? And I think you hit the nail on the head there, Ryan. You know, now there's people con- like there's multiple different layers to this, and we're going to have to unpack it and look at it and see what happens and see how it could possibly be handled because you can't really extend the season. You don't want to try to do that. They try to shorten it in the first place. So you don't want anybody to have technically an unfair competitive advantage or disadvantage depending on what side of that they're on if like the marlins can't play let's say the marlins get removed entirely right so now they're out of it well that's one less team that people have to play on that side of of the league um how's that fair do you just take another team out how's that fair how do you pick who that is i think the biggest thing and you hit the nail on the head saying this is going to be what happens with the phillies because that's who they played they're in direct contact with them do they then have an outbreak because if that happens, they're shut. I, I think they're going to shut. They're going to have to stop the season. Yeah, I, I don't want them to. I know. Which, by the way, does. the commissioner in this new deal that was ratified and signed for the season has the power to shut down or stop the season, pause it if there's a competitive uh, imbalance. And so that is the commissioner holds those cards. I don't think we're there yet, especially because you've got an entire side of the league that's on the West Coast that's not impacted by this, and they're not traveling to the East Coast. So right. those teams can still play. I think for right now, you got to figure out what's going to happen. I think the next 24 hours, 48 hours are going to be really, really critical for Major League Baseball. I mean, they're not impacted on the West Coast to that exact situation, but I think the bigger problem is we had a team that tested positive. They played against another team. If that team tests positive, we have now set a precedent of this is not going to work very well if one person has it. That's yeah. the issue. It's the system. It's not just this one case and oh, the Phillies aren't going to play the Padres, so we're going to be okay. You know what I mean? Hey, but it's been fun having sports back, right? Uh, dude, it has. I yeah, mean, the I, Cubs are doing good. They won two out of three games. I was I was just getting ready to say I actually got to watch baseball this weekend and it was awesome i i really really enjoyed it like no one wants sports back more than me but just like anything that i brought up about music and trying to be safe with that that this is the risk that is that is run and um unfortunately i i hate that we woke up to that news this morning because mm-hmm. it just sucks and it's going to cascade into other sports because you know who's not in a bubble as well as the nfl, NFL yeah so does this they've got to be them, watching this really closely yeah. they've got to really be monitoring i this. wonder if this causes them to rethink the way that they're going to do this I, I really do and i know it's it that would be really tough because people are already starting to show up and train and everything but i wonder if they just have a sit down and go look the only way we're going to be able to make it through a season is if we operate in a bubble like the nba is 
So I don't know uh, a lot to a lot to take apart there. Um, I will focus on a lot of other things that that are uh, interesting and good. And there's a lot of sports to talk about. And and I was sort of laughing this morning on the way over here because I said I guess we're starting with sports today. And and Josh <laughs> goes sports are back. Lots to talk about. <laughs> um, let's do NFL. I I just want to talk about this Jamal Adams trade. Oh, oh dear. Because holy crap, Seattle gave up a lot to get this dude. Yep. I mean, I understand he wanted to be traded, but they got two ones, a three, and a player. That's a lot. That's I mean, he's lot. also a future Hall of Fame safety. Like he's that good. Like he, Jamal Adams is the best safety in the league. But um, but prove well, it. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Future futures are are uh, an interesting bet. It's why they trade those on the stock market, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I'm a I'm a future <laughs> award winning songwriter, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're an award winner in my book. My my oh, personal oh, record book. Oh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> God. But seriously, it, it's uh, it's really interesting. And you know, Seattle. I think last year was the first time that they had been out of the top twenty in defense. Uh, I think they were they were ranked twenty second last year, and so there's a reason why they are are giving all this up to get Jamal Adams. Yeah. And like you said, he is a uh, a really really amazing safety, right? He, he just is. There, there's no doubting that. And I just, I, man, was that too much? Because that's a lot <laughs> that to give a up. Lot. For a it's safety. a lot. It's a lot. But you know what it did give us? It gave us a nice Twitter spat between Le'Veon Bell and Jamal Adams, which was just amazing. <laughs> like, I'm just yeah, ready for fun. Yeah. I'm ready for these dudes to hit each other. Like, they're hitting each other on social media. I want them to actually hit each other. Actually, you do know? you have that? Can you pull that up real quick, Rye? Because I, yeah. I, want, I actually want to go through this because I didn't realize Le'Veon Bell was going to be upset when he left. You know what? I mean, I was about to say just a very large generalization and that's not fair, but it it seems like Le'Veon Bell is upset a lot lately. How about (laughs) that? It just seems like he's always (laughs) upset about something straight up. Not having a good time. Le'Veon Bell's not really the guy who can like, be the face of this because you know he was the one that made a whole stink about being the highest paid running back in football and yeah you know but anyway so he said people do all the hooting and hollering to get you brought in just to leave lol like people weird yo the internet got these dudes doing whatever for attention even when they tell you bleep they don't believe themselves which was great. And then Jamal Adams said, <laughs> noted, see you week 14. <laughs> oh, wow. 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 <laughs> Talk about a I like that. I need them to get I to like week 14. That. I know. <laughs> I want him to just try and Troy Palomalo, Le'Veon Bell, and Le'Veon Bell just truck him. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be, be awesome. So uh, it's definitely going to okay. be a build-up. Uh, uh, also, uh, uh, by the way, another big trade. And uh, Bear, this involves uh, you and Ryan. <laughs> The yep. Bears trade tight end Adam Shaheen to the Dolphins. Yeah. They got rid of one of those tight ends, and who took them? The Miami Dolphins. Yeah, now we well, how many got like left? You got, a, you got 11 left, Bear? <laughs> 11 tight ends left? Listen, I'm, I'm glad y'all took one, and I'm, you can have them. You, look, you know what we'll do? We will retroactively trade you back Jay Cutler. How's that sound? Uh, absolutely not. You... you Take it's like your, her worst nightmare. Like you, you wake up straight out of bed in the middle of the night. Oh God, Jay Cutler, <laughs> he's back. <laughs> y'all, y'all would see a very, very, very angry bear if that happened. I feel like no woman would be upset <laughs> if they woke up out of bed and there's Jay Cutler. Just saying. I would actually. 
That went to a really weird, weird. place, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, I, most women think Jay Cutler's a very attractive man. No, you know, not, uh, I guess that's rude for me I, to say. I just don't know how we come back from that. <laughs> yeah, moving on. So, uh, I I read something really interesting. So the uh, the domain, and I believe it's the IP that that registers the domain name for the Washington Football Team, <laughs> uh, actually went out and got. A new web address and i'm sure they've gotten more than one of them but this one really this was the first name outside of like the red tails and all the other stuff that we've discussed that i was like i could get behind that that's a good team name and it has like a little bit of movie tie-in with it and it is the washington sentinels do you know why that has a movie tie-in ryan no i don't please educate me little little movie involving our friend keanu reeves the replacements Remember that movie? Oh, yeah. I love that movie. They were the Sentinels. That was the team name. Yep. Oh, I like like that. that. Yeah. I like that a lot, actually. I really could get behind that as the team name for Washington. And you read this too, right? I did, yeah. yeah. Because if you you look, and it was was trending all over Twitter. That's how I saw it. But it's the same company bought it from the same IP address from the the same account and paid for by the same people. I mean, it's, it's the same group that registered Washington other professional football team. (laughs) Um, So it's clearly that is within the mix. It may may not be the one. They may have gotten a whole bunch as holders just before they make a decision so they don't get someone predatory to grab it before they can. But it's definitely in the mix, and I like it. I like it a lot. Wasn't there a dude that went out there and, like, trademarked all of the nicknames they could have potentially? Yes. (laughs) Which is pretty amazing. Yes, there, there was someone. I don't know if it was a dude... I don't know if it was a guy or a girl. I I, I really don't know. But uh, they trademarked like all of they got. Well, they went and got like all the IP, like uh, all of the the. Domains. God, I can't not even talk right now. I apologize. Yes, the domains. Thank you, Josh. <laughs> you can just leave that in. You don't have to edit that out. I sound like an idiot. It's fine. I like that. Let's just call them the Washington domains. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Sentinels, though. I yeah. think I think that can work. And uh, I just found it really interesting that that's been really quiet. Like the team hasn't said a word about that. All of the all of the articles that I've seen or anybody talking about it has been, oh, so and so already preemptively got the domain name or the trademark for this or that. And uh, I just I think that's a really good name too. Yeah, generally when people get quiet, that usually means something's happening. If it wasn't real, someone would have been like, no, that's not it. Yeah. And I, I do have to get to this, um, bringing it back to COVID-19. And that's, you know, that's obviously going to be a threat. And just about anything that we talk about, uh, the first NFL player to opt out. Oh, yeah. Is from KC. Yeah. A right guard, um, mm-hmm. which I still don't know how to pronounce his name. It's a very French name. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I looked at you. I was waiting for <laughs> you're, it. You're ready for me to tee you up I was on like, that. Come on, Josh. I've gotten it wrong like every single time I you said know what? it. You so. know what? I think this would be a fun activity. Can you try and pronounce <laughs> His last name <laughs> live on the podcast. Oh, okay. no. Hold Here on. we go. Hold um, hold because on. I think this would be a fun exercise just to see uh, Josh's ability to pronounce this uh, this young man's name. Oh, there, there's a bunch of uh, names if we just want to go through sports. Get into uh, get into soccer. It gets really interesting. Here we go. Here we go, Josh. Uh, Let's try it. Laurent Duvernay Tardif. Yeah, ding 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 ding. That's that's correct. That's correct. But I always screw it up. I, I always Laurent. rush through it. Yeah, I would say Laurent. Um, would you? 
<laughs> I would say Laurent. Laurent Duvernay. <laughs> there it is. Okay. Um, so he he's we I've known he's he's been a doctor. He's had he has his doctorate. He's had it the whole time he's been on the Chiefs. All right. Now correct me if I'm wrong because I do not know as much about this as I probably should. So why am I even going into this? But I'm doing it. Yeah. It's too late. Yeah, we're, we're here. It's too late. We're, we're here. here. Here we are. He is an orderly right now. Is that what he's doing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he basically is like, look, if I'm going to put myself in harm's risk, um, harm's, harm's risk, way, harm's way, <laughs> at risk, at risk, what? harm's Hello way, Monday, <laughs> long weekend. All right. Uh, <laughs> if I'm going to put myself in harm's way, um, I want to do it to help people that are struggling with this disease. Mm-hmm. So, well, very noble of him for sure, which is pretty darn courageous. I mean, he's been, he's been working in a long-term care facility in Canada, um, he's been seeing like the effects of this pandemic, like firsthand on the front lines. And so I, I just wonder how many other players will follow his lead. Um, but at least he's doing it from a perspective of wanting to help people. I love that. Yeah. yeah I, I just don't know if anyone else is qualified. To, I was just to about to say, those. I mean, if he has Probably a doctorate, not. I don't know how many football players. have doctorates. And, and no one, no one should question that man. No. Mm-hmm. If anyone questions him, like. Well, and I know the Chiefs organization, no. they're just going to go, cool, we're going to hold your spot. Tell us when you want to come back. Because yeah. that, that's how Brett Veach and that whole organization works. Did you get an email from them because uh, you're like super I, fan? Does they, <laughs> do they just tell you? I know people who know people. I'm in, I'm in the mix. All right. And I'll end this with one of my favorite things that like none of you guys watch. But UFC. I do want to point out the UFC has done this really, really well. They've they've navigated this whole how do we operate a sport where people are, <laughs> you know, fighting each other in a cage and uh, and done it really, really well. But uh, another really great card. I got to say a 41-year-old fighter, uh, Brazilian guy named Trinaldo, uh, was just getting dunked on by yeah, the guy he was. he was fighting for the first couple rounds and yep. came back, and I believe it was round three, Caught him with an overhand left, like just haymaker to the temple and put this guy out. It was an awesome knockout. And it mm-hmm. was really cool to see for him because he's one of those guys that he's been in the game for a really long time. Like he's fought a lot of people over the years. And uh, he was actually saying, you know, I'm going to have to change my weight class because I can't cut weight anymore to get to this <laughs> yeah. this weight class for all this time. But he was like, I'm not done. I'm still here. So pretty cool to see that. Just and old, uh, old old man strength. There was some yeah, pretty. There was multiple sure. good fights this weekend. Like the girls' fight was good. <clears throat> Speaking oh, of old man strength, yeah. is is anyone interested in the Mike Tyson Roy Jones Jr. comeback? Or I am. Oh, oh I yeah. Am. <laughs> I want to. I be don't there. care. I saw somebody absolutely just trashing it, going, "Ah, they're both old." And man, I'm like, I don't care. It's Tyson. I want to see it. Tyson <laughs> I is. Do. He is terrifying. He is so terrifying. <laughs> Well, even the fight before that, they have that NBA player playing. Or uh, it's fight. Nate Robinson against Jake Paul, I think. Yes, <laughs> which is just... That's fantastic. If you're going to just go ahead and go all the way there, this is a show as much as it is a, a boxing exhibition. And I think they've got uh, like an MMA fight on there, too. Like I think they're kind of mixing it up with the undercard. But, wow. Uh, that I, I want to see it. Oh, yeah. I think he's still got it. I think it's going to be crazy. Is this just a money grab by these two? Like, is this is this like an attempt in their mid fifties to well, just grab well, some? I will say about it? they have been talking about it for a while, and I will say it's it's Roy Jones is who yeah. he's fighting, right? Um, yeah. I think his last fight was in two thousand eighteen. Like this this guy was not like 
retired sitting at home. Like he's been active. And Tyson looks ripped. Like he got in shape. He was getting older and now all of a sudden he is <laughs> he's he like looks, nah, he looks back. strong you can say he was getting a little fluffy i like how you use that like like you were like very careful there like as if mike tyson is gonna come to the studio and just <laughs> aggression at him. he might be a fan of the podcast i don't know <laughs> we don't know that's true if you are please let us know <laughs> also, and josh I'm is so sitting sorry. right here <laughs> and josh is sitting right here so he's available <laughs> i'm so so sorry I'm so so sorry <laughs> All right. Well, that's uh, that's we've talked a lot about sports. But. I do have one more shout out though. Oh, Sabrina okay, UNESCO for oh, her, yeah. uh, her yes. WNBA debut. I know you were watching. Twelve point six rebounds, four assists. So, Sabrina, way to uh, kick some butt down there in Bradenton in your uh, debut. Yep. Absolutely. I and I, I ended up watching that on my phone because my power went out. So I had, <laughs> I had to like open up ESPN Plus and like try and find it. Uh, so just really, really awesome. Great to get a chance to watch her first game. And, uh, yes, so many congratulations to our friend Sabrina Ionescu. Yeah, big things. Let's go to movies. Movies. I have to start with something. I messed up. And <laughs> the internet lied to me. I told everyone that Three Identical Strangers was on Netflix, and evidently it was at one point, but they have pulled it now. Hey, don't bl- put this all on you. Ryan shouted out it was on Netflix as well. I mean, wow, the internet just, said wait, it was. Wait. <laughs> Literally, the, the train is coming, and you just pushed me onto the tracks. <laughs> yes. I was trying to take all the blame, right? Yeah, and that was nice. Well, I've had a couple people... DM me going, tell Ryan that he messed up because it's not on Netflix. And they know that obviously me and Ryan like to go at it. So people rooting for me and you suck. (laughs) How did this turn into Haley wins and Ryan loses? I was, I don't know, but I, I kind of like it. I feel like we're going to have a Tyson Roy Jones Jr. bout between the two of us. Yeah. Come at me, bro. I'm ready. All right. That's Dude, the, we that. will absolutely put you guys in oversized boxing glove with headgear. Are you ready? I would get my. I was my like, I would be hit. very concerned, right? <laughs> I would. I. I'm not winning that fight. Like <laughs> Haley. Haley is in shape and like boxes like generally. And I. I think it's just like, sheer anger. <laughs> I eat cookie dough on the couch while watching baseball. Like that's what I do. You know. I, I think it's just more like angry bear noises. And like, <laughs> you don't awesome. want to hear that coming at you. No. I'm going into hibernation. <laughs> Well, I, regardless of who was at fault there, I do apologize. Yes, it, it's I on Hulu. It's glad. on Amazon. It is not on Netflix. <laughs> it is not on Netflix. So uh, I messed up. And thanks to everyone that's reached out. That's like one of the movies that we've gotten a lot of response about. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool. Yeah, seriously. All right. Uh, Death Race. I got to pick the movie this week. So I went back to, I believe this movie's from 08. And uh, Jason Statham. And another one of my my favorite actors of all time, Ian McShane, is in this movie. I thought you were going to go Tyrese there. I was Tyrese Gibson is also in the movie. <laughs> I don't know that I would say that Tyrese Gibson is one of my favorite actors of all time. Definitely was going to go Ian McShane. <laughs> uh, but uh, a lot of people in this movie that you would recognize. Um, Paul Anderson did this. Uh, $45 million budget. Box office $76 million. And uh, if you look this up, it says frame for a murder he did not commit. Three-time Speedway champ Jensen Ames, Jason Statham, finds himself at Terminal Island, the country's toughest prison. 
but he gets an unexpected chance at freedom when the warden offers a choice, competing the death race as a mythical driver named Frankenstein. And uh, 91% of Google users liked this movie. So I yeah. just love Jason Statham. He's it's awesome. A, it's also a 42% on Rotten Tomatoes. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, I, I think people that go into this expecting too much are probably going to be disappointed. But dude, for an action movie, really well shot, different um, kind of take on that. Uh, you know, way to win your freedom kind of uh, movie twist. And I really liked it. It It's, it's violent. It's it is definitely violent. violent, but I, I love it. Have you seen this before, Josh? You've never seen, seen it. I haven't seen it. And I know you've been out of town. <laughs> yeah, I was gone. I was gone Thursday through yesterday. So I for shame, Ryan, Ryan finally watched a movie. Now he's going to shame you. I did. Go ahead, right? What, what it you was think? great. By the way, I'm a very big Natalie Martinez fan. Now. Um, she, uh, <laughs> She's a smoke show, man. She was great in the movie. Um, I actually thought the cinematography for a 2008 movie, like, and I said this to you jokingly prior to starting this podcast, but this is kind of like the prequel to like Too Fast, Too Furious, like those series. And and it, it was really good. Like I I was surprised at how good the acting was. I mean, I, I kind of had a feeling at the end that they were going to team up on the big boss, on the warden, and no spoiler here on what happens at the end, even though the movie, you know, uh, is 12 years old. But yeah, it, it was a it was a good action film from start to finish. And by the way, he's like he's such badass. Jason Statham is like yeah, he is. I like this. I like this first review by an audience. It's like the audience reviews on Google it says uh, Death Race is the running man with cars and maybe a little saw thrown in for good measure. <laughs> it's ridiculous, cliched, but also fun and really funny. Once I stopped trying to make sense of it, I had a lot easier time watching. <laughs> That's a review. Yeah. It's so funny that they throw the saw reference in there, though, because that popped into my head with some of the gory, you know, scenes in that movie. I was like, this is very sawish. Yeah. And this isn't giving anything away. There's more than one point where someone uh, ends violently. <laughs> is that the polite the way to you, put that? You nailed the dismount there. Yeah. Okay, good, good. He is. It's a forced retirement. <laughs> yeah they're done there's someone that does not make it to the end of the race more than once <laughs> and it's normally not ow i sprained my ankle yeah involves <laughs> rockets and saws and blood yeah so you're telling pretty me violent death race <laughs> yeah i know I, I didn't mean to throw everybody off by the title this movie is violent it's not um unicorns and puppies and rainbows got it it is not Got it. But it is uh, it is a whole lot of fun, and it's definitely... Ben, it's Ben-Hur, but in cars. Yeah, and also, <laughs> I while looking this up, evidently there's like a Death Race 2, 3, 4. I've never watched any of those. I don't recommend them. Just saying. <laughs> I don't know. It, is that a... I thought Fast and the Furious came before this movie, though. Uh, let me look this up, because I thought the first Fast and the Furious was like early 2000s. Yeah, I thought that was a while ago. Let's, let's see if Ryan's wrong We will again. see. By the way, to educate our friends out there that are looking for this movie on a platform, it is not on Netflix and it is not on Hulu, but you can get it on Amazon Prime, which is where I watched it. I believe that is where I watched it as well. And you're right. Uh, the Fast and the Furious was out in, uh, in 2001. Okay. Oh, so Ryan was wrong again. <laughs> wow. wow. Okay. Wow. That's just, I mean, you guys, it's... Do you guys need to talk? Later? Yeah. Like off, the, <laughs> off the pod? So, uh, by the way, uh, one of the things, if you're looking for the cinematography and, and why it's so good, 
Ryan, uh, the director, Paul W.S. Anderson, is the same guy that did all the Resident Evil movies. Oh, those are good, okay. too. So, I like it. It, like, okay. definitely somebody with, with a history in, in doing action-packed stuff like that. And and, dramatic and knows, action. Yeah, and knows how to shoot it. So, that's one of the reasons why that was so dang good. Yeah. All right, I'll watch it. You, you should check it out, yeah, man. Definitely. I think you would like it. I'm into it. And I, I do have to say, uh, you did text me. You enjoyed Dave. And I know oh, this my. from like a couple weeks ago, but I was talking about Little Dicky, who's a rapper, if you know who I'm talking about. Um, his real life name is Dave, and they did a show on him. And I just, I knew this would be something you got into. You nailed it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was probably... 10 minutes into the first episode when I texted you and I was like, oh my God, this, this is, is your humor. This is me as a show. This is so funny. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I didn't realize that Jason Statham was a part of the Fast and Furious series, that he was in Furious 7 in 2015. Yeah. And then Hobbs and Shaw and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Hobbs and Shaw is a good one too. Have you watched that yet? I haven't watched it. That might have to be one for another week. Ooh, I forgot how good Collateral was. I'm kind of looking up other Jason Statham movies and I, oh man, he's, he's uh, been I stopped watching Fast and Furious movies. After, like, Spy was one. good too. After the third one is when you stopped. Yeah, I got. I was like, too many. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I can honestly say like that's normally my type of movie. I don't think I've watched the last two or three. I watched I watched Hobbs and Shaw because yeah. I just wanted to see what they did with it. Which that's the newest one, right? And I think there's a Fast and Furious yes. nine. I think nine is coming out next see? year. Too many. I I know what you're saying. I get it. After especially after losing the best guy. Paul Walker, rest in peace. We love yeah, you, buddy. Why, why are we whispering right now? I just felt the moment because I got really sad because he was really hot and really nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll rest in peace. He was really hot. He was really hot. <laughs> oh, Lord. I think I speak for all females. Uh, let's go to music. <laughs> Abort! Music. <laughs> so uh, you were out of town. Uh, tell us about this this weekend. Yeah, so uh, Alexis and I uh, had some shows this weekend, uh, opening mm. for Sarah Evans out in Virginia, and uh, it was really cool. It's um, you know, it's a definitely smaller scale, so I don't think that all artists would be able to do it like this. Um, that's, that's a very delicate way of framing yeah, that. Yeah, um, but it was really cool. The first one was. Uh, was Friday night and they had socially distanced circles. It was an outdoor venue. And so there were circles and you had to stay within your circles and it was spaced out and they took your temperature when you came in and everyone had to wear masks and they did all the precautions to really like ensure that it was a good evening. Um, and that was really cool. And then the second night was in a theater and they did half capacity. They spaced everyone out again, temperature checks, masks, and then I watched them disinfect the entire theater in between. We did two shows. We did an early matinee and then an evening show. And they sprayed down the whole theater and disinfected everything. It was, it was really interesting to just kind of have that viewpoint in 2020 right now to see, like, is this a way that we can still have live music? Is this sustainable? Can we do this on a big scale? Can we not do this on a big scale? It was just really interesting. But it was a lot of fun, and it was really cool to get up 
on stage and sing some songs. I was and say, yeah, at least you got to perform again. That's totally. Awesome. It felt yeah. so good to just <laughs> have that interaction. Yeah. Not making direct eye contact with you because I'm kind of pissed. Or oh. I'm, a little, I'm a little jealous. Oh. I get, I'm I get a little it. jealous. I get it, man. I'm going to ask, though, like, what was the what, what was the crowd reaction, Josh? Like, could you like palpably feel, was there like a little bit of animosity? Not animosity. That's not the right word. Was there a little bit of it? <laughs> Did they want to punch you for singing <laughs> it then? Was there, was there a little bit of like anxiousness? Like how, how was the vibe of the crowd? The vibe was honestly, it felt more grateful. And these were pretty small towns in Virginia. The, the people going were like 50 and over mostly. There were some younger people, but it was definitely the more at risk demographic. And they were just so thrilled to be out and doing something and hearing music. And um, we got such good feedback. There was people that came from the first night that drove three hours to the next venue and saw us the next night. I mean, it was, it's cool. It was really cool. And there was just, I think a sense of hope that maybe there's light at the end of this tunnel. It may be small and it may be, it may take a little while to get there, but um, yeah, the Marlins screwed that up. Hey, Hey, <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> we are gonna have to put you guys in a cage match i think yeah. at this point right we'll sell i feel like there's only one of us that are throwing punches here That's i'm the you one throw just your punches at me all the time you know look i think we're gonna let the people speak for themselves they understand who the bully is in this situation okay? <laughs> yeah you oh man all right anyways continue sorry yeah sorry so so it was good it was really good the response nice. was great um yeah everything it just it was really cool. It was really cool to, to go do. All right. I got to ask this as somebody that has opened a lot of shows over the years before I got to, you know, the point where I could headline clubs and then I opened for people in arenas until I got to headline arenas. All the steps up. Was there like one night where the crowd was really into y'all stuff? The second night. Yeah. Um, the second night, second show of the night was like we were dialed in. The crowd was dialed in people were singing along halfway through and it was yeah. just kind of like it was that moment of like we're doing it we're doing the thing this is cool i like that yeah that's awesome so uh before we get into <laughs> what we've been listening to uh i do have to bring this up just because i thought it was cool when i was talking with everybody over the weekend like lots of different things have come up recently where we were discussing uh music and art and everything else. And I just kind of had a weekend where outside of some work stuff, it was a pretty down weekend. Like I went to, this is going to sound really dumb, but it was awesome. I went to a dog birthday party. Yes. It was for, so much uh, fun. I love that. Ella was amazing. There were so many dogs. I brought Pistol and Dottie out. It was great. Yeah. It was, it was really, really cool. And even though it rained on us, yes. uh, it was like, I brought the dog a gift. His name's Gunner. Mm -hmm. And, uh, <laughs> he like, immediately grabbed it and there's like you know 12 dogs they're all like oh my god toy and he like laid on it <laughs> so nobody could get to it <laughs> but it was it was really cool it was a lot of fun but we were just talking about anything and everything and, and one of the things that came up and this is on the internet and i just thought this was hilarious and wanted to share i love weird al i really do <laughs> i i just over the years like his stuff is funny and someone brought him up and they said have you ever seen this and they went and found it and screenshotted it for me and it was uh uh, it was just in a comment section somewhere. It says a guy named Weird Al has had a 40 plus year long career. And someone commented under it. He goes, one of my favorite stories I've ever heard about Weird Al was the moment when he realized that he had finally made it. 
This was in the early 80s. He'd been invited to a music industry party and wasn't really sure if he would go or not. He didn't think anyone knew about him or really cared. And when he got to the party, he heard somebody scream across the room, holy shit, it's Weird Al. Weird Al is here. Sorry for the language. This is, uh, he looked over and saw it was Paul McCartney. (laughs) (laughs) And I just think that's amazing. That is great. That would be the best moment of Yeah. (laughs) It was like, he didn't think anybody was going to know who he was. And the first person that yells at him is Paul McCartney. That is so amazing. So I just wanted to share that while we were in music. And, uh, yeah, for sure. I've, I've been on a weird owl kick. I guess, you know what, if I was going to say, anything that I've been listening to recently just because I, I did like a deep dive through all of his music videos. So I'm not going to call out like one song. We don't have to add like one specific thing like white and nerdy if we were going to add and, one. Or Amish Paradise. Uh, yeah, so Amish Paradise is the one that like everybody knows but there were so many before that. I did not realize how long his career was. There's been so many. I mean, like the, he U- did the UHF movie was in the 80s I think, right? Yeah, yeah, but he did like two uh, Michael Jackson um there's like fat, like remakes, there's fat, there's, yeah. What was the other one? Fat was the one that I think like won him a Grammy, yeah. and yeah, that was that was one of the big ones. And they did like a, a a cut by cut of his music video, and then made it funny. Yeah, you I, actually showed me Fat the other day. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't seen that, just go back and and, and look through some Weird Al videos because they're fun. They're kind of nonsensical, but he's really musically talented, so. It's entertaining, and and he does a lot of shot by shots while he's making fun of it. So like, uh, when he did White and Nerdy, there was like the the emblem on the ground behind who did uh, um, who did that song? Right and Dirty. Yeah, was uh, it Chum Millionaire? Was it? Was it or was it Chingy? Uh, <laughs> Google. Yeah. See, I should I should have done this beforehand. Yep, oh, you're right. Is it? Yep. yep. All right, I was right. Okay, cool. But it, it was really funny how he kind of takes that and turns it on its head. Um, but yeah, white and nerdy. Weird Al Yankovic. Is it Yankovic or Yankovic? I think it's Yankovic. I th- Let's go with another round of there our pronunciation <laughs> game here on the Cloud Podcast. Because there's not the little line, I think it's Vic. Okay. I've we're we're going to find We're going to find that later. Not right now. Because I've already made a search for like four things. <laughs> My brain is like breaking right now. Yeah. I'm like, Dude, well, I was going to say you just drove back last night too. So this is probably not the day for me to start throwing out. Hey, do you remember who did this? <laughs> what year was the Fast and the Furious out? It's all good. Uh, it. But yeah, Weird Al. Hell yeah. He was, right. he was a, I have a, he like, you'd think like Weird Al, he just uses like a budget USB mic and, and whatever. This dude had the most insane vintage recording gear collection he turned it into a place that i worked at in los angeles one day and i was like your vocal chain is like two hundred thousand dollars yeah it's it's incredible like (laughs) this dude cared it wasn't it wasn't just like oh i'm kind of funny and like i can do this like this dude took this stuff seriously he did both yeah that's what made him so good and that's what made people appreciate him is he actually put the work into it he wasn't just like aha just made fun of this song like he really he cared yeah and still does. He yeah. still does a whole bunch of stuff. He's actually um, done like uh, soundtracks and, and like theme songs for like Disney shows and stuff that yeah. you wouldn't even realize is him. It's yeah. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. All right, Ryan, what are you listening to? So some new music out this weekend from Hardy. Um, if you've heard the song Give Heaven Some Hell, um, really, really good track. Um, kind of along the same lines as um, as your um as you're single there, CY, it's, it touches on, you know, friends you've lost and it touches on, 
Um, you know, just some really, really good writing in that song. So I, I really like it. Hardy's give heaven some hell, um, written really well. And, and, uh, it's a lot like drowning in that sense that it kind of touches on some friends you lost. That's awesome. It, it is really good. Have you heard, have you heard? I it? have not yet. And I've heard that it's really good. So I need to listen to it as soon as we get done here. I haven't heard it yet either. Yet. I mean, just, there. just one line. Yeah. I believe them when they say you're in a better place, you had a wild side, but you had an amazing grace. Like there's some really good writing to this song. So it's touching and, uh, and it hits home for so many out there. There. Okay, so absolutely been psycho obsessed with Jason Derulo's new song. If you have been around me and I've had music playing, it's been his song on repeat. It's called Take You Dancing. It is so much fun. And the music video is awesome because he does a lot of his TikTok stuff on there, like those dances. And it's, I am obsessed with it. I'm, it's, I want to sing it right now. I want to sing it. it for you guys. Don't do it. I want it. Okay, I'll just dance in my chair because that's how I feel about it right now. I love it. I listened to it two times already this morning. So it's, it's cool. It just, it makes me want to dance. It really does. Jason, I love you if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> you can take me dancing. <laughs> Jason Derulo. Haley's using the quad as like a, <laughs> as a dating app. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> Listen, anyways, go check it out. Jason Derulo, Take You Dancing. So good. Josh, what are you listening to? So I had a long, long weekend and a lot of driving time. Um, I listened to the whole new Taylor Swift record, Folklore. How is it, by the way? It's different. It's different. It's weird. I don't like the way you said I that. Know. That's. You can be honest about Taylor Swift. You don't have to like her. Actually, don't. Don't do the, no. don't if you don't like it, don't say that. That's, no. We don't need that. In. No, no. It's her fans are relentless. Don't it's, do that. Uh, it's it's just different. It, I like you really. You have to listen to it and kind of suspend the notion that you know anything about Taylor Swift and what she's done up until now. Wow. Um, there's some good stuff in there. There's some stuff that um, is not, I think, for me. I'll say it that way. So. Um, but it started to push me back into some older Taylor Swift and I love me some T Swift. And so the song that, uh, was sort of my jam was dress from the reputation record. And it just, it's one of those that, that record is very, um, underrated. I think in her whole discography, it's, it's darker. She's exploring like the moodier side of herself, but man, and so it gets overlooked because everybody's yeah. just used to. Yeah, and fun then, and bouncy. Yeah, you get Swift. you get to love her, and then all of a sudden everything's bright and fun and get again, and you know, and like, but I like I like that it's darker and and cooler. So, dress Taylor Swift. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, that is a a whole lot of different music. <laughs> we went from <laughs> weird old weird Al, the new Taylor Swift, Hardy to Jason Derulo. So, if you're wondering why, if you go. <laughs> Listen to that playlist for the quad, <laughs> and it sounds so weird. It's because we're weird. That's, that's why. <laughs> for very weird people. Which, by the way, I saw the clip from CMT this past weekend of just kind of giving the quad podcast some love on yeah. national television. That was awesome. Thank you. Yeah, big shout out to CMT. I did about uh, five and a half hours of interviews talking about If That Ain't God and talking about the process of making that record and then talking about other things that are going on in my life and my dog and, and the podcast. And uh, without fail, every single person that I talked to brought up the podcast. So a uh, big shout out to you guys for listening. And I know I say that just about every week, but it's important. You yeah. know, this is something we really enjoy doing. And 
the fact that other people, when I'm doing other work, notice it and want to bring it up is really, really cool. So shout out to you guys. Thank you guys. And you guys for doing this with me. Thank you, sir. And you're really underselling it. I watched you. You did five and a half straight hours. (laughs) Yeah. It was a lot. It was a long day. That doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're trying to not say anything stupid for five and a half hours... (laughs) And also articulate yourself well and seem like you're excited. It's uh, it's a lot. Yeah, I forgot you. Welcome there to my life every day. By by the way, <laughs> for five and a half hours straight. Uh, I mean, you know, it's like two hours. <laughs> I try not. I try to articulate and not sound stupid. You know, and but I do way, that. Don't hey, you follow week. a prompter, anyways? No, 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 no. By the way, what he does is very difficult. I'm. I am definitely not taking anything away from you, sir. I've seen you work on live television, and you were fantastic. Well, you saw me like five years ago, so things have changed since then. But thank you. Dude, I've, watched you I've actually watched you on TV recently. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I, I keep up with my friends. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm blushing. Oh. Haley, you have anything nice to say to me? <laughs> no, I don't have anything to say to you. I want to smack that smirk off your face. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go to the hot take. Hot take. Hot take. L- l- little a little much, a little yeah. much. Long weekend. Long weekend, buddy. You're, you're a little stressed. Throat, throat's a little sore. Sorry. All right, so we're going to do this a little bit differently than normal. The uh, And I sent this to you guys. So I, I want to know, before I say what mine is, I, I want to hear yours. And, and there's a reason. I don't think you can top what I have. And I mean this. I don't even think this goes to a poll. And it is the worst thing that you can eat ever legally produced by the United States in the last 25 years. So this is this is a very narrow way, way to, yes, <laughs> to it, set it, this it up. Yes, it is. It is. Like, so you can't go like the worst thing that you could eat would be like Coke back when they put cocaine in it. Like, right, 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 right. So the worst thing that you can eat, whether it's disgusting, um, just bad for you, anything in the past 25 years. Okay. Got it. What do you got? Pickled pig's feet in a giant jar. I've seen them all over the place in the United States, and every time I dry heave while walking by it. <laughs> it's always in like an old bar. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, I've or seen like it in like a, a, or like a like a uh, just like a little mom and pop shop, yeah. grocery store thing. Boop, boop. Should we warn people if they're listening to this on their lunch wait, break? Wait, or wait, something? wait, 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 wait. Yeah, I, I will say. Um, I, I was gonna wait. <laughs> Let's do. Hang on, Bear. Nope. Do you have one? I want to see Ryan's first. I Ryan, want to see what's where yours? Going. I, mine's not down the like disgusting pig's feet route. Mine's just something that I despise, which is licorice. Black licorice is like the <laughs> worst thing to ever be, ever be created in the U.S. It? It's disgusting. Who eats it though? I mean, truly, it is gross, but. Who's like it, man? I just need a pack of black licorice. There are people that love licorice. There, trust me, there is a licorice fan club in this country, and I am not a part of it. There's it. That, yeah, absolutely I, not. Like, eh. no. Bear, what do you got? It's so bitter. Blech. So I forgot about the 25 years part because I was just gonna go with <laughs> medieval. <laughs> what were you gonna go with? I'm going. I'm going back to basic. The worst thing that you could possibly eat is a McDonald's burger. <laughs> What? Yeah. That's okay. Just, that's so she bad really missed, for you. She missed so, That's I, so bad for you, the person that orders, orders $60 worth of Taco Bell? Okay. No judgment burn, here. Burn, <laughs> no burn, judgment here. Burn. No judgment Pinnacle here. of health. Okay, Mountain Dew. There we go. Okay. I'll change it. 
I, I have to say this and, and Ryan, you already know where I'm going because you were on a different text thread than the four of us. And someone sent something about this and I told you, you had to shush, uh, anyone that is uncomfortable hearing about poop. No. This is the end of your podcast. Oh, no. And I'm sorry. I I have to go here because I have never laughed harder reading an Amazon review for anything in my entire life. So again, if you're listening to this, you know what? Like Ryan said, if you're on your lunch break, about to eat some food, walk away. Yeah, just stop right now. Just come back next week. And uh here we go. I'm so interested right now. These are some of the customer questions on this. Were these bears forged in the fiery pits of hell? Can I order these hell bears in the UK? Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. What are these evil bears even made of? It is Haribo sugar-free classic gummy bears. And if you don't know about Haribo sugar-free classic gummy bears, because they stopped making them, um, (laughs) and and it's impossible to find them. I tried to find a bag, Mm -hmm. and it's not that I was going to give them to you guys without telling you. But I really tried to find a bag. (laughs) I really did. And I could not find them anywhere because they do not exist anymore. Um, But this is the review. (laughs) And by the way, there's a bunch of these. Please just go to Amazon. If this makes you laugh, go to Amazon, type this in, look at the reviews. Your your sides will hurt. But it (laughs) says one star. Just don't unless it's a gift for someone you hate. (laughs) Here we go. Oh, man, words cannot express what happened to me after eating these. The gummy bear cleanse, quote unquote, if you're someone that can tolerate the sugar substitute, enjoy. If you are like the dozens of people that tried my order, run. (laughs) First of all, for taste, I would rate these a five out of five. So good. Soft, true to taste fruit flavors with the sugar variety. Just without the sugar. I was a happy camper. But, and I will say, but. But. (laughs) Not long after eating about 20 of these, all hell broke loose. I had a gastrointestinal experience like nothing I've ever experienced in my life. Cramps, sweating, bloating beyond my worst nightmare. I've had food poisoning from bad shellfish. This was a walk in the park compared to what was going on inside me. Then came the um, flatulence. (laughs) Good Lord, the sound, like trumpets calling the demons back to hell. The stench, I almost threw up. I couldn't stand and stay in one room for fear of succumbing to my own odor. (laughs) But wait, there's more. (laughs) What came out of me felt like someone trying to funnel Niagara Falls through a coffee straw. A hundred percent flammable napalm. It was actually a bit humorous for nanoseconds as it was just beyond anything I could possibly imagine. And it went on for hours. I felt really upset. There was stuff coming out of me that I ate at my wedding in 2005. By the way, there's a whole nother page just on this one, just on this one thing. <laughs> Can I find this person? <laughs> oh, it's, it's amazing. And so, yes, th- there will be no poll. The worst thing that you can eat that was legally produced in the U.S. in the last 25 years, sugar-free Haribo gummy bears. <laughs> 
if you ever find a package of these, if you're going through a mom and pop shop and you pass the, the pickles pig's feet and you're like, I don't know, you see like a really old bag of gummy bears that are sugar free from Haribo, do not eat them. <laughs> Wait a minute. I have a question to ask though, because is it only the sugar free ones? Yes. So evidently. Because um, I eat the sour ones and I like the sour. No, no, Haribo no, no, no. It, it's just the sugar free and it's because what <laughs> the the derivative of whatever they use that was the the sugar-free component to give them flavor and still make them sugar-free uh basically had laxative properties <laughs> but i mean think about that if you ate 20 gummy bears and it did that to you holy crap literally literally <laughs> literally it uh yeah so there with the with the replacement sugar there's a component called sugar alcohol and sugar alcohol, when ingested in large amounts, literally just yep, yep. Like it, we get it. You're it's, yep. you're done. You're yep, done. Ryan, you might get a gift in the future. <laughs> so, <clears throat> if you ever you know like accidentally eat a whole bag of Russell Stover's sugar-free peanut butter cups, I like the end of this too. Same, same sort of result. <laughs> Can I also? <laughs> this was just like extra though, and that's that's the problem. Ryan, are you texting me during this? <laughs> he sent the hair bow okay. <laughs> yep. If you look, says, you look at that logo, you tell me that doesn't look mischievous, okay? It says at the end, P.S., when I ordered these, the warnings and disclaimers and legalese were not posted. I'm not an idiot. Also, I'm not sure why so many people assume I'm a man. I'm a woman. We poop, too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, butterflies, rainbows, and golden retrievers. Do uh, you know what? The next line says, of course, our poop is sparkles and smells like a walk in the meadow of wildflowers. Yes. <laughs> so there you go. Um, that is fantastic. I got way too much enjoyment out of this the other day, and I don't know if it's just when I saw it and I was just in the mood for a laugh because I think a lot of people are, and uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if it was a combination of that or just that I thought it was so funny but i sure did so if you uh if you, you, win, you win this us, round yeah, you yeah, win this yeah round. You can. if you if you stuck with us this far um thank you you've and, been rewarded uh, <laughs> you're welcome yeah. question mark oh <laughs> uh, it's lunch anyone yeah oh, oh it's in <laughs> who wants chowder oh. <laughs> <laughs> Family Guy reference for anybody that knows that show. I, it was just incredible. I, I did not know that there was something like this that existed, much less the comment section underneath this. It's just incredible. So Amazon's comment section has just become a Reddit feed, is what you're telling me. Um, yeah, under the one. under the right thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh man. <laughs> that was great that was fantastic my eyes are watering. Uh, big big shout out to uh my friends that showed me that the other day and thank you guys again for joining us here on the quad with chris young as always i'm chris from ryan in miami producer josh Haley the bear we love you guys we'll see you next week sugar-free so candy poop. it'll do that well, but this specifically, there's so much more in these yeah and yeah. I, I don't know if it's because that they just overloaded them with it because they're yeah. supposed to taste like fruit yeah they have to to sweeten it they have to put so much more into yeah. it because you want the gummies to taste like gummies instead oh. of just like chewy rubber
did no one test that before they decided to send it out? Well, so they're covered because serving size is only like six gummies. Now, no one eats six gummy bears. It's like, okay, I'm full. That's <laughs> okay, I'm done. Oh, man, that was a, what a nice treat. <laughs> you can leave six gummy bears if your tummy starts rumbling and then you're heading to the bathroom. But dude. that's the thing. You, your tummy doesn't start rumbling until like a little bit after. So you could have been like, oh, four handfuls. This was so delicious. <laughs> so, oh, my God. Right, I just shit myself. Here's, here's the other half of that review. I had five pounds of these innocent-looking, delicious-tasting hell bears, so I told a friend about what had happened to me, thinking it had to be some type of sensitivity added to the sugar substitute, and in spite of my warnings and graphic depiction, she decided to take her chances and take them off my hands. Stupid woman. All the same for her, and a phone call from her while she was on the toilet, because you kind of end up living in the bathroom for a while, <laughs> telling me she really wished she would have listened. I think she was crying. Her sister was skeptical and suspected that we were exaggerating, so she took them to work, since there were still 90 percent of a five pound bag left <laughs> she worked for a construction company where there are builders roofers house painters landscapers etc lots of people who generally have limited access to toilets on a given day i can't imagine where all those poor men and women poop that day i keep envisioning <laughs> men on roofs crossing their legs and trying to decide if they can make it down the ladder or should they should just jump if you order these best of luck to you and please post a video during the aftershocks <laughs> 